Hi, and welcome to the podcast today. I have Katie Krieger with me again. Hi, Katie. Hi, Jocelyn. Happy to be back. Thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about breadcrumbing. And the name of the podcast is What You Permit, You Promote. So, Katie, give us an update of the Mystery Man. By the way, I'm going to thank your Mystery Man for giving us such great podcast material. Tell us what happened from the last podcast. It was podcast two on ghosting. Give us an update. If he only knew. Um, he was the know. for all of this. So um, the <clears throat> version is that I followed your, your lead. And after telling him how I felt and not pretending like I was okay with that behavior or playing it cool, because that gets us nowhere, if, if I'm being honest, um, he continued to reach out. But I didn't respond unless him reaching out asked a direct question, if he actually expressed interest in wanting to see me, finding out how I was. And the first few texts were like these non-events that were saying nothing. So I, I ignored them. And I stayed in the faith that that's, that talk about breadcrumbing, that's not good enough. And if he wants to actually follow up with a proper date or a question, great. Otherwise, I'm not indulging this. Or how about some conversation to like find out more about you? Please, like right connection. Exactly. Yeah. Get to know me, take an interest, actually like want to know how I've been since I haven't seen you. So he comes back, asks me to hang out at the last minute, you know, it's Sunday at 9 a.m. and he wants to get together. I've already made inappropriate, it. inappropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me some lead time, buddy. And I said to him, I have plans, you know, you got to give me lead time. Um, left it at that. He reached out again the following weekend, this time wanting to know what I was up to, if I was available. I called him on the phone because the texts were getting too. That's the other thing. Just get on the damn phone call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll just cut through the, the BS. So mm-hmm. I called him and I was working until two that day. He said, Great, call me when you're done working. We'll figure it out. And I told him I have dinner plans, but we could get together in the interim after class. I call him, doesn't pick up. I text him because I don't care at this point. I just say, I just want to know what my day is going to look like. Hey, call me back. I want to figure out what the scoop is. Two hours later, I get a text. No sorry, no no phone call. Just, I got too high and I fell asleep. (laughs) So I fell asleep with my friends. Mm. Yeah. So you know what? I didn't respond because what do you say to that? Bullshit. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Smell you later. So that's breadcrumbing. That's a real. So let me ask you a question. How did that make you feel? You know, I got to tell you, it made me feel like two things. One is, oh my God, his behavior is so not about me or my worth. This is how he lives his life. Frankly, that's where, where my head went. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of it was after the conversations we've had, you don't even have the decency or the balls or the capacity to pick up the phone and call me. And apologize. Apologize. What is wrong with you? Not only that, but feeling wise, Mm. you know what it would have said to me? Mm. You're not that important. I didn't plan far enough in advance that you and I were going to get together. So I got really stoned with a friend of mine, not thinking that, God, if I get, I can't get too stoned because then I won't be able to see Katie. Exactly. 
that's what it would have. That's exactly where I would have gone right away. And I would have known it is also not about me, but I would have known too that I've been wasting time on somebody that just doesn't see this or me and my time is valuable and important. And do it to actually have the balls to text you two hours later. Right is oh sorry I got to I think I'd have been so embarrassed I would have apologized and I would have known you know this girl is never gonna want to date me again no it it makes you lose complete interest you know you just go it's so unattractive frankly it is so I want to give a few tips to people of what breadcrumbing looks like and so. I have seen it's texting, emailing, any kind of direct messaging every so often, and they don't respond to your requests to spend time together. They comment on your social media, but they don't engage in direct communication. And Katie's mystery man did that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and you want to meet them where they're at. So when he made a comment on your post, you just hearted it. And that's the way that you do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't give somebody your attention if they're not giving you theirs. Mm -hmm. And being attentive and they're flirty in person, but they don't make any move to hang out. And, you know, they can do that through text messaging, sending memes via text or social media, no other communication, just one of those lame things, right? And it's like, what is this? And, And a lot of us get our hopes up. A lot of women and men get their hopes up because somebody made contact. You know, we should definitely keep our emotions in check. It may feel good because that person is letting you know that they were thinking of you, but then what? They dropped you right out of their mind after the meme? What about following up? So a lot of it too can be texting frequently, but never getting to know each other, right? Making ambiguous plans like the mystery guy did, and they never pan out. Mm -hmm. That happened for, you know, two weeks in a row. And so it's time to put, a, you know, definitely put a bullet in this Yes, with this guy, right? <laughs> because, yeah, one day they seem totally into you and the next day they can't be found. Mm-hmm. And if they're only interested in sex, that's a pretty clear indicator that you're going to get breadcrumbed. Mm-hmm. Relationships for them if you bring up relationships, it can make you feel guilty, you know, responsible, inconsistent communication. It's your fault. You know, they do all kinds of things. But here's why people breadcrumb. People who are leaving any kind of dating breadcrumbs always aren't aware. They're not always aware that they do this. In fact, it's a very common aspect of dating these days because of the six-inch device that we hold in our hands. Yeah. It makes it really easy for people to touch in and touch base with you, but to not have anything really valuable and meaningful and deep. And when two people aren't really sure about how they feel about each other, they engage in breadcrumbing. Sure. And then insecurity and loneliness that can lead to someone breadcrumbing without even realizing that they're doing it. And they need multiple relationships to boost their self-esteem. You should never be somebody's self-esteem booster and they'll convince themselves that they aren't doing anything wrong. Mm, I've not really led this person on because I haven't really done or said or committed so I can do this. And they don't realize that they're actually leading somebody on and, 
and their emotions are involved and their thoughts are involved and they just think it's okay. It's not serious, but Mm -hmm. it could be to someone. And I think the worst one is the people who purposely breadcrumb to string people along and they do this. So they feel important and they keep you from moving on while they're keeping their options open. You're their backup. Bye. That just doesn't work. No, no. You said something really important and you, you said, you know, your self-worth. Yeah. You recognized what you want out of a relationship and you're not going to allow this guy to string you along anymore. Mm -mm. And I will say this breadcrumbers, just like our mystery man tend to keep things really distant They do things on social media or another digital platform. And if they can't commit, keep on moving. Oh, yeah. Because this is about, Katie is a really good example about tapping into your self-worth. And it can be hard, especially if you've been intimate with somebody. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this. I'm pretty sure that our mystery man is going to reach out again. (laughs) Right. Um, I, I can almost guarantee it. And my question to you is, are you willing to be direct with him again? How do you think that you'll handle it? Because I feel like you do need to put a period after this sentence. You're right. I do. I think, you know, again, I'm, I'm really, maybe it's just the space I'm in, in 2020 post my breakup last year and that you, you know, were, mm-hmm. Hold my hand through a lot of, um, yeah, I was privileged enough to know about that and experience with you. Enormously helpful. And you're, you don't take shit from people, which is fantastic to witness because it makes you want to be like that. And I think to that end, I want to be totally transparent and and boundaries. You're talking about boundaries then. Yeah. Boundaries. And say, um, I gave you, frankly, I gave you far too many chances to show up and, um, you prioritize other, I mean, I don't know how I'll say it, but the, the essence is you, I'm not a priority to you. I am deserving of being a priority to a man that I want to be, have in my life and, you know, take care. I'm, I'm going to ask you this question again. Yeah. I asked you how you felt mm. and you didn't tell me how you felt. I told you what I would feel. So like, really like in a word or five, how did our mystery man make you feel? He made me feel dismissed. He made me feel um, not important. Mm-hmm. He made me feel, frankly, disrespected. Right. So now that's how you felt. Mm-hmm. That didn't feel good. No. When something makes me feel uncomfortable or you're pushing my boundaries, I'm really clear about it. And how about something like, you know, I have to tell you something. It's gotten to the point now where you've absolutely put me in a position where I recognize I'm feeling really uncomfortable having any sort of communication with you because you don't respect my boundaries. Yeah. And for me, I'm not interested in anything that isn't real or healthy. I made my intention really clear with you weeks ago. And if he gets defensive or makes you feel guilty or that you're responsible for his behavior, call him out. Okay. Nicely. 
Because what, what you do when you do that is you break an unhealthy pattern. And when you push back, you have to put your own balls on Mm. because you have to stand up and say, you know, I really liked you Mm -hmm. and you made me feel crappy and I don't like to feel crappy. And you know, who's responsible for that? mystery man, I am. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for the way that I feel. And when I allow somebody into my life to do that, it's my responsibility to draw the line and say no more. And I'll tell you why, because it's going to lead to two things, an honest conversation with him about how the relationship has progressed or hasn't progressed. And it can prove that the person doesn't take the relationship seriously. Mm -hmm. Either way, you have more information, but you took your power back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I would definitely come from a place of of putting a bullet in it. A lot of people block people Mm -hmm. and they don't speak their truth. And then they do this in the next relationship and they say, why am I not seeing any change here? Because sometimes we have to say to somebody, I'm going to break this pattern. Yeah. And I am going to show you and tell you what this felt like for me. Mm-hmm. So what we have to do is decide what we want. You recognize what's going on. You're making better decisions. And now you get to say this, and this is what I think you, you're going to love. Mm. Hey, mystery man, I'm not participating in this anymore. I'm taking back all of my energy. You can't breadcrumb me. You can't siphon from me my energy. You can't think that I'm still there and possibly that I'll be available to you. You know why? Because you're looking for a serious relationship and you can, you know, have minor flirtations with people. That's okay. But how much any energy are you going to give somebody that doesn't give you anything back? If it's fun and interesting, go for it. But this isn't fun. No, no. Then feel free to block him. Say what you have to say and then you can block him. Okay. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Because breadcrumbing, it can be flirtatious, but, and it can be harmless, but not if you have been seeing somebody that's like ghosting, you know, they, they sort of go hand in hand to some degree. Mm -hmm. And I I would just say, I'm not really interested in having any sort of communication between you. You're setting your healthy boundaries. And when you set healthy boundaries, you you are avoiding disappointment and you're avoiding heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And when you set healthy boundaries with someone, and boy, I'll tell you, I talked to a girl today and she didn't want to set the boundary because she was so afraid that she was going to miss out on the guy coming back. And I thought, to what? Breadcrumbing? <laughs> right. You see, when you tell a person, this is the way I feel when this happened, and I do not participate in things like this, I'm drawing a line here. That person either goes away, but most people actually develop a self-respect at lightning speed when they hear you say no, and they will come back at you very quickly, just like your mystery man did. But you have to be able to say, I'm still keeping the boundary line here because you have not shown me that you're reliable and that you're respectful of me in my time and who I am. You told me that I don't matter enough and I'm pushing you back and I'm saying I matter more than you even know because you 
are now out of my life. Yep. Yeah. You see, so what happens when you do that? God, you get the surge of energy that runs through you. You don't feel crappy anymore because you just told somebody it's actually you that has the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You promised me, mystery man promised you that he would show you. Remember oh God, <laughs> look at what he's shown you. I got way too high. I forgot to call you, know. you know, two hours later and I didn't even say, I'm sorry. <laughs> Never said I'm sorry. And, and there's nothing I could even possibly say in response to that because it's just not worth my time. Um, you know, so... Yeah, he's showing me. I mean, from his lips, he's like, I'm going to show you that I'm hearing what you're saying. And boy, has he. (laughs) One of my neighbors has some of the best boundaries ever. And I was talking to him and his husband this weekend. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about boundaries. And he is the one that gave me what you permit, you promote. Love that. He actually taught this. Okay. And as in this was his story and i love the story he was working with a woman and this woman crossed a boundary and she was speaking to him and treating him in a way that to him was completely inappropriate and from what i vibed from him it was slightly offensive and he said to her this is not okay you need to take a look at this and she came back to him i don't know a week later or something and she said to him I want to tell you what I realized. I realized that the reason that I spoke to you like that is because you reminded me of my father. And you know what he said to her? That's not my problem. That's your problem. And it's inappropriate to talk to me and treat me like that in the workplace. And I want you to go work on that because that's not healthy. And I was like, oh my God, you have boundaries, like really have boundaries. And that's what he said. What you permit, you promote. So inspiring. And and yeah. And you know, he has a fabulous relationship. He's, and you know, when you meet Clay, you know, don't cross his boundaries. (laughs) And he's respectful and he's brilliant and he's intelligent and he will share and carry on conversation with you. And you get a sense that he's present and that he connects and that on some level he really loves you and humanity. He wants to be a helpful person, but under no conditions Mm -hmm. does he let you cross those lines. And what you learn from people like this and what you learn from really like gripping the railing, your knees are shaking and you are thinking, I could lose everything that's on the line. This person may not validate me. Um, Excuse me. They never did. They weren't validating you anyway. They were saying to you, I love using your energy for my benefit. Which means you get to turn around and say, I'm validating myself. You no longer are able to treat me like this. Goodbye. Click done, right? Block them. Do whatever it is. I don't care what people do. Some people block, some people don't. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Let people be human and do their thing. This is your life. But you should not allow somebody to do that. Now, I know that you'll get an apology. I Watch. I know it, right? You're going to get an apology from him. He's going to say, yeah, that was really, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I should, I wasn't very thoughtful. I'm just saying, I'm sorry. And that is the opening for you to say, 
what it is that you need to say. I'm going to let you know exactly what that feels like. And I'm going to end our conversations from here on. Bless you. Have a nice life. I hope you stop fucking people over. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. It's, you know, I said this to you before we jumped on that on an individual personal level, it's important for me or for you or for Susie Q to speak up for herself and to own to stand in her power and to own her needs and to be vulnerable because it'll, it's character building, but it, there's a ripple effect, right? Because mm-hmm. if we say, if I say something to my mystery man, then you better believe that causes a shift in him. Even if it's, it takes a minute for him to really sink in. Right. But it's all energy. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. All energy. And I think it's become so commonplace in our society to, ghost, to have minimal communication, to pop in and out, to be really dismissive of people's feelings, to look at the dating world as like everyone's sort of disposable. And the more we as women and maybe for men too, enable- no, for men too, definitely. I'll tell you when you're done talking. Yeah. yeah. Just that the more we enable it, right. It, it begets more of that behavior. So it's we have to be the ones that say no more we won't accept it we're not desperate for your attention when you only give it to me every five days or every two weeks or through some meme on social media i don't need that no i don't want that Mm -mm. i want somebody who's going to be present with me i have men who are you know will be dating woman she'll be dating three or four guys to see who's got the best checkbook to see who's going to be the better father, to see who's going to buy her more stuff, Mm -hmm. right? To see if maybe there's a guy out there that'll treat her shittier. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times women pick guys and they say, wow, this guy's a really nice guy, but they kind of want the guy that's kind of the asshole, right? Because they're used to that. And the nice guy, he gets walked all over too, So what we're trying to do is we're trying to match ourselves up with the nice guy. How do you find the nice guy? By matching their energy. Oh, how do you match the nice guy's energy? By drawing a line with the dudes that don't, that treat you like shit. Right. By saying no. That's how you you get nice people. Right. Right. Is you say, "Mm, I'm not going to do these young mystery men, you know, that think that, you know, they can date me for, you know, three months or however long it is. And then just decide, I'm going to go get stoned with my friends and not talk to you for a month. Oh, and then God, has it really been that long? Have we, oh my God, could you be any more insulting? (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. And, and it just, you are so right. When you use the word disposable and dismissive, none of us are disposable, but it's that we allow people to treat us that way. And then that gets in our head. Yeah. And so it's about being a strong man or woman, especially for women, because they want so much to be validated by men. Mm-hmm. And so as women, we have to stand up, let the other girl have that. Oh, please. Right. Right. And you are so right when you tell somebody this is not okay. I promise you, if they have a heart and a mind, and most men do, it backs them up and they say, wow, that was really uncool of me to do. But when you come from a place and you say, This is how 
I feel. Mm. I feel uncomfortable. I feel dismissed. Mm. I feel that you disrespected my time. I feel like you disrespected the fact before we, you knew when you went to your friends before you put the bong up to your mouth, <laughs> you had a date with me. Yep. And you're not even embarrassed. And I didn't even get an apology from you. And I want you to know for somebody who is that unaware, mm -hmm. I need to no longer communicate with a person like you because it's toxic. Mm-hmm. And then do whatever you want after that. But whatever you do, please put a bullet in it. He does not deserve your time. And the next person that he, he will think about it the next time. And you got to remember, it's not like he's going to go from the pot smoker that passes out and can't call you to all of a sudden doing the right thing. He's got a few more stumbles along the way. I would imagine, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you now... Put the energy out there and you will be proud of yourself. And when you're proud of yourself, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You are training your body to feel a different way. And this is manifesting. Mm -hmm. When you train your body to feel a different way because you said no more and you get a rush off of that, all of a sudden you change your thoughts. Love it. Now that's how you do really fast manifesting, right? Mm -hmm. It's having the balls to stand up, grab the rail, think to yourself, I'm no, he's not going to tell who gives a shit what he says to you. You can block him right after you send that message. We don't care if he responds. Okay. Don't look for the response because that's disempowering. No. Right. I'd, I'd just be done with it. I, I don't even read messages sometimes from people you know, after I say to them, I'm sorry, but you know, you didn't value my time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to book an appointment and they respond and I sweep it away. I never see it again. I don't care what they say. Right. You need to know you do that to me twice. We're done, mm -hmm. you know, or, or at least you need to be respectful and say to me, Hey, Jocelyn, I'm late. Yeah. You know, you see what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I tell people I'm late. I'm five minutes late. I always give them a heads up because sometimes my consults run over. Mm -hmm. And so what, what is happening is you get rid of that, and that is such an emotional rush. It gives you this feeling of power, like I am invincible. Oh, my God, I just did something great for myself. It's yeah. like you ran a 5K in 10 minutes, right? And you just, your mind goes, and your subconscious mind, because your conscious mind is talking to that subconscious mind, and it's like, I'm badass, uh-huh. I just stood up for myself. That felt so good. Yeah. I want more of that. And so the next time somebody goes, Hey, I'll call you at eight, and they call you at 930, you go, Oh, you know what? I'm not going to respond. And the person, if they are aware and mindful, will say, I'm really sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, God, I I should have done this. But you now have your antenna up and your antenna says, you might not be enough for me. You might not be able to meet me where I'm at. Right. right. You all of a sudden stop attracting people like that if you just leave it. And, and then the next person will come to you and they'll say, would you like to go on a date with me tonight? I would love to take you to dinner. 
I will meet you or pick you up or whatever at seven. And when you get there, they're there at seven o'clock and they're respectful because they match your energy because your energy says, I am badass and I don't put up with people treating me like shit. Like you do not get to cross that line. Been here before, babe. They read it. Exactly. And I think too, you know, saying this stuff, you know, being vulnerable, being transparent and sticking up for yourself, even though it's scary, if you're putting that out into the universe, I feel like you're going to attract more of that. I'm going to want someone who's the same way, who is vulnerable, who is a stand-up guy, who is forthcoming, who who has real conversations, but I want it, I need to cultivate that in myself so that I can pull that in. Is the And that's how you cultivate it by standing up for yourself and saying, I am going to jump off this cliff and I'm going to trust that I am going to sprout angelic wings mm-hmm. and trust that the universe will absolutely take care of you metaphorically. Right. Right. And you were talking about something and I do want you to touch on this. You were talking about calling in the one. Mm-hmm. Right. We should do a podcast now that we're getting rid of the mystery man who, who's a ghoster and a breadcrumber and all the other lovely haunted things that people do on shitty online dating. And some online dating is OK, but I see a lot of this. I hear a lot of people that feel really hurt and used. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, I, I have a little bit of a skewed view. I will definitely tell you that. But I also can read energy. So I also know that there can be a lot of good that can come from it. Sure. But you were talking about calling in the one. Mm-hmm. And calling in the one is a process of actually calling in. And I'm going to use the term soulmate because I don't have another term to use. Mm-hmm. But it's that person that is your equal, that is the one, your one partner that you're going to travel the rest of this life with. Yeah. That's what we talk about, right? Yeah. And the way that you call in the one, and I guarantee you the one ain't the mystery man, because the one that you want will never treat you like this. No way. (laughs) And so when we are calling in, I'm going to, I'm going to teach it in about five seconds. Okay. What does it take to call in the one? You have to train your body to know what it feels like. And here's why. We know what the one is going to look like. You've already said you want a man who can meet you where you are, that can be vulnerable, that can be honest, that can take care of himself, Mm -hmm. right? That can participate in a relationship with you and communicate and give and take in vulnerability and love and yet be respectful and respected. Yeah. And so when we call that in, we, we get that in our mind. This is what I want. This is what I want. And people say, this is what I want. And then they stomp their foot and they go, why do I attract all the turds? I'm going to tell you why. Mm. Because our body is a sensor. It's like our body is all sensory. And it reads energy like you wouldn't believe. It's that subconscious mind picking up everything in the energy field. And if you are still communicating in your feelings, even though I really don't think I deserve that, I am going to get this guy that is going to meet me where I'm at. And then you sit down and you think, God, where the heck is he? This is never going to happen. This is the, this is the key. You have to sit down and not get up until you absolutely have trained your body in a meditation to know what it will feel like 
to have that person. And you do know. And if you don't, then turn movies on like The Notebook mm-hmm. and get into the feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And when you sit there, do not get up until you know that feeling and you can see it in your mind and you feel it so firmly Mm. throughout your body. Because when you know it and you feel it, it's training your body. And literally you are training your senses to, because what happens when you train your senses, you're like, I feel it. I know I'm going to have it. I know what it feels like to have somebody envelop me in their love and wrap our arms around each other and become that oneness. Right. Yeah. And that feeling, you know, that when you start to think I want, you know, and, and where you stop, because what do you know? I know, I know what that feels like. It's mine. Do you know that you already created your future when you can do that in feeling because the subconscious mind goes, um, oh my God, she's in love. She's got somebody that she's in love with. This is what the subconscious mind does. And so what does, what is your, what happens in your energy field? You start attracting, you become more attractive and you start attracting. I'm just going to use the notebook, for example, a man you know, or a woman, whatever, like, and I can't remember. I know his name was Noah and I can't remember her name. Allie. Allie. So you're Noah and Allie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we do it. And I'm going to tell you something. I have to go back to the basics just like anybody else. My mentors all had to go back to the basics just like everybody else. You're not losing if you have a day where you're thinking, I'm never going to get this. Sit your ass down and do the meditation and watch the movie, The Peaceful Warrior. Okay. Because Dan Millman's film, Nick Nolte says to him, stop. You have to go sit on the hood of that car. And when Dan starts doing his old habits and patterns, Nick's like, shut up, go sit on the car. It gets to the point where Nick looks at him and you know what Dan does? He goes and sits on the car Mm. because the car is the place where Dan has to go back to stop reacting to old beliefs. Mm -hmm. When you change those beliefs and what you're doing, when you tell the mystery man, no more, you just changed your beliefs about relationships. That's the power. That's why you feel this surge of energy. You're like, ah, I'm so badass. And you start creating something different. When you continue to set boundaries and you don't let people cross them, you are creating a new reality. Yeah. Yeah. It's very That's, there it is. That's the power of calling in the one. Mm-hmm. So let's do our next podcast on that. What do you think? Yes. I love okay. it. We'll talk about the positive. We'll talk about how to attract to you the one. You got it. I'm down. Thanks, Jocelyn. Thank you, Katie, for joining me. And everybody, thanks for listening. And please like this, share this, and push these mystery men and breadcrumbers and get that out of your life. Set your boundaries and empower yourself. And please make the world a better place.